turn it off. <laughs> Lunacy. Evening all. Oh, Evening all. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Fresh Meat. Hi, Ryan. Ryan says two minutes late this week, an improvement. Thanks, mate. Yep. Yep. It's so it's good to have your there. support. Uh, Harry, evening punctual again. Hello, everyone. Hi, Kenny. Yeah, we were sorry. Do apologize. We were prattling around with my um, with my microphone because it's being stupid. I was fine again. I was okay this week, funnily enough. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, it's just it's just the 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 problems of being a live a live show. Um, yeah. Hi, Kevin. Welcome, mate. Enjoy the bottle. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes. I love that little bottle with a little fox on it. That's, don't think that's, a, that's, a, that's a full bottle of red, that isn't it? It's got to be, surely. It's a Merlot, I think it was. A Merlot. Oh, Damien? A Merlot. So, come on then, gents. What we bought this week? What's new? What's going down? I've got a new t shirt. I love that t shirt. Bit of a nod to um, Stranger Things season four. Loved it. Yeah. They've split into two parts, though. I don't know the Stranger Thing thing. It's like do 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 do. Yeah, nice. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. That's very good. Yeah. It's a. It's all Kate Bush at the minute. She's number one. Kate Bush from that. Kate Bush, yeah. Hill with God. What was called up a hill? Walking up a hill. Something like that. I've bought a new three-liter bladder, a custom pouch. And some sore flies with inserts. Ooh. I know. Very impressive, sir. Going to do some science. <laughs> you were telling me about the um, the fancy, the fancy, oh, yes. fancy fogging. Do you want to talk so about that? I was told by Mr. Optician Man that the anti-glare coating that they put on lenses, like prescription lenses, um, is um, a smooth finish to stop the lines from the light traveling along the glass. And he said it will also stop moisture from sticking to the lenses. So it acts as a bit of a um, uh, anti-fog system as well. So I paid the extra money <laughs> like a fool and I, I will be testing them out this weekend, running around the field in the hot weather, trying to steam them up. And if they steam up, I'm going to go down and get my money back. <laughs> in, your orange, in your orange jacket as well. In my orange jacket, wearing a full plate carrier, running around the field. Which full needs an iron, because those those jackets do crumple very easily. <laughs> ah, no, that's half of it. Mine's that's on a hanger. Mine's sitting there on a hanger. Nicely yeah, kept. Mine's, nicely kept. mine's I got, sitting down I got, there. A, um, I got a new jungle hat, which I want oh, to yes, see. That was a steal. For two pounds. Two pounds. Combat UK. So it's not a ultra Gucci one, but I'm not really too fussed by that, to be honest with you, because I've already trimmed down the uh, the brim by about an inch, because like a big jungle hat, and I wanted another little pork pie one. So I'm going to be crafting this a little bit, and then a bit more um, super-duper sneaky camo stuff to it. But they Is are it going to get the red cam? Uh, might not. I'm gonna, but I've got a nice bucket of really dry sandy dirt down the allotment, which I've been saving for my belt kit and my hat. So I'm going to take it down there and I've got a big potato sack. So I'm going to chuck all my webbing and my hat in there and give it a good old shake about all the dirt and sand, get it covered nice. in shit. Yeah. And then that'll be nice and dulled down a little bit then. 
My mate was in this, it was a recce team and he, he buried his kit for about two months and then dug it up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Brand new belt kit, hat, a lot, buried it for a couple of months in his back garden and then went and dug it up. So, yeah, it's doled down really nice. That's a big thing for fucking falling apart. <laughs> yeah, no, fair play. Yeah, all good. That's how it works. <laughs> Just got, certainly got rid of the shine off the new kit, anyhow. Mm. Yeah. I leave mine out in the rain. I literally, I hang yeah. mine up. And just leave it out for two weeks. Yeah, and just yeah, let it get rained on a little bit. Yeah, that works quite well. I just wear mine. I just wear mine. <laughs> I just wear it. Like, yeah, but it's all shiny, isn't it? It's, it's always yeah. shiny. Yeah, but it's the same as I mean, I, I go on a lot of construction sites, so always there in my bright spank new PPE and all of that. <laughs> Hello, I'm here from <laughs> the office. Yeah. Wait, that's oh, that's mate, we get it all the time. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll be down the track working, and we'll see this bright orange dude walking towards us, just fresh out the Arco Health and Safety magazine, <laughs> yeah. like trousers, jacket, pure white hat, shiniest of shiny boots, and it's like. <gasps> Health and safety are coming because they never yeah. ever come out on track unless they're doing an audit. Run! Fucking run! No, no, walk, Just, uh, walk. Yeah. Run away, run away! Just see a load of high visits jumping into the bush, pretending to be yeah. flowers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just take all your high vis off and just say, no, I'm a pedestrian trespassing. Yeah. <laughs> Member of the public here shouldn't be sorry. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> James C. Um, Kenny He's says, fun fact Lance is not a popular name anymore, but in medieval times, people were called Lance a lot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. People were called Lance <laughs> a lot. It's a classic joke. I love it. Um, Ryan says, bring on 1st of July for over three hours of strange things. Can't wait. Yes. Definitely mate. can't wait. Yes, mate. Loving it. Um, Edward says anti fog needs some serious no throw science applied as it never seems to work for him. So I, you know, I think this is a good good opportunity to shout out to any company that's advertising uh, anti fog products or anything like that. Um, yeah. Feel free to send us stuff to try yeah. because even scuba, you. you know, like scuba masks. I mean, I always used to just spit in mine. Yeah, spit in them because that's what they said. Spit. So is it, is there scuba companies that do their own sort of brand of anti fog that we could try in a glass, no, like in our safety them, glasses? Most of them was it all just. Yeah. Most of them yeah, but there's, not, there's got to be a firm that's jumped on the bandwagon and gone, oh, yeah, we've got some... We yeah, sell liquid we've, saliva. We've got a jar of old shit out of the back we can bottle up. Most divers are actually quite fit, like, quite tight. Like, they get paid absolutely, like, especially commercial divers. Tied like a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah very tight. <laughs> they, get paid, they get paid an absolute <laughs> fortune, but never <laughs> buy anything. Yeah, it's very tight, <laughs> You should see them when they're putting their fins on. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. That was a weird tangent. Um, if there are any companies that want to send us products to to test, we will, we will properly test it for you because I am yet to find something that doesn't properly fog. So the edge, the edge uh, tactical eyewear um, that were branded as like mesh you know, glasses. The, they don't. Yeah, will never fog. They, they've now started fogging to the point of the last game. I'm sitting there having to do the cheeky tactical thumb wipe. Um, yeah, there so, was a couple of those. He was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Looks like he's applying makeup. Yeah. Well, no, that that was what I was actually doing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fogging. Perhaps makeup's the key. Maybe we need to seal our faces in like PVA to stop any heat coming out, and that would. Yeah. 
prevent the heat. Well, I think just full thermal, a full thermal mask that just warms your entire face, so that also whenever you come up against anyone with thermal, you just scare the shit out of them. Yeah, him again, you're on fire! <laughs> ah! <Yeah. laughs> ah, Rage is here. Oi, oi, quick break between games. It's bloody hot. Oh Keep yeah, thanks up, for standing me up. I was outside ready. Done my hair for you and everything tonight. Look, done my hair. I was outside my pop-up tent waiting to go see Atomic Kitten and you stood me up for pistol shooting. Thanks, mate. Not cool. Not cool. Even wore an aggressive t-shirt because I thought you'd appreciate it. Nope. Stood up. I was. <laughs> so I'm just sat here in the woods now under my tarp. Yeah, you've grown, Lance. Cool. Well, <laughs> it's in the got, background. It's, it's Carl's got a lot there. smaller. I could go, I could go <laughs> yeah. In fact, I've, I better go shut that door because my battery might run out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you can change that image at some point in the evening, that'd be hilarious. The door shut. Yeah, just me leaning on the bonnet, naked. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Who's that guy? Who's that guy over there? Um, James C says the only thing that works for me is fan goggles. Uh, double lens, thermal lenses are very good, apparently. Yeah, but it, you've got to keep it's the it's the temperature of the lens and the ambient temperature around it or something. It's got to be the same to prevent the yeah foggy woggy woo woos. Yeah, uh, well, Ryan says I've it. noticed since I've got fitter, the fogging has been less. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to lose weight just for and less fogging. <laughs> Winter is coming, man. Winter's <laughs> <Yeah>. coming. <laughs> um, GG says greetings. How much did I miss? Uh, you've missed ten second, uh, ten minutes. Sorry of our usual rubbish, <laughs> and yeah, ten seconds episodes. of crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ten minutes of just waffling on GG. So don't worry too much. Yeah, uh, Ray says worse. you should look at roof tents next for wagon lots. I was thinking, oh, yeah. you know what, mate? I was thinking about that, but then because we usually go when we go camping, obviously we take the truck, and then if we was to get set up with the roof tent and everything, and then we want to go out, it's to break it down and you know go out for the day, then come back, set it back up again. So. I was having an iron about it. I was thinking no. about getting a bigger trailer at some point and actually having the roof tent on the trailer because I have said something super cool. And there's a guy who's got a Shogun Sport like mine, and he also brought a, a one that had a front end crash, and he cut the back axle off and all the cab, and he turned it into a trailer. So he's got a sh yeah. full Shogun and then a half Shogun at the back as his trailer with a tent on the top of it, which is wicked beyond wicked. Get, it looks awesome. You can get the roof tents that have got the extendable arms, and you unclamp them from the uh, body, and you drive off. And then when you go to go to bed, you drive back into it and then you clamp it back down. Can you oh, get in it without having to drive the car back in? Because that oh, would be amazing. I don't know. That is literally, you can. That is literally I've got a DIY sanger going on here. This is my yeah. turret. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like Batman on holiday, just like deployed. I don't think you can. But I have seen the ones where they put the legs down and then they un, un hit itch it and drive off and then they reverse back in. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. I, that or I'd be sort of tempted with purely because of the fact you can just you can leave it there and then come back to it reverse in yeah but just don't hit one of the leg poles off just you don't hit one of the leg poles and <laughs> yeah. wipe out all your shit yeah, yeah don't do that yeah. so that'll probably end up happening so I won't do that Harry Badger <laughs> says get a tent box pop up collapse down in seconds Ray says tent box takes three minutes to set up and break down yeah so. I know I know I'm scared of heights alright I'll be honest <laughs> yeah that's why right. I send the kids onto the roof basket to pack shit away. Go <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kids, it's an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> it's an eight-man tent. Of course you can lift it up there. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Marky Mark. I see their legs just buckling. Not <laughs> <laughs> going up there. Not going up there again. Character building. Get on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that fear I hear? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Uh, right, so we had a couple questions in a few episodes before. So um, Kenny Rebel asked, uh, this was back in our Q&A on the 1st of June. Look at us being all super prepared and keeping notes. Uh, has anyone tried the Baofeng 152 military radio copy? Oh, no, sorry, that was last week. Except I that was that. last week. Having just right, how do you protect? Back, sorry, the question from the Q and A, the previous Q and A. How do you protect lenses uh, on night vision and thermal? So, how do you protect your lenses, Lance? Because and, and Andy, because I don't well, have either of those things. NVs, I haven't bothered with any protection on it. It's not a massively expensive unit, um, and I rarely used it. If I'm honest, my thermal and the other hand, uh, I basically used a metal sieve, and I shaped it, cut it, and shaped it into a like a a cone look but essentially they like the end of a microphone to go over the end of the thermal so i could still visually see through it pick up heat signatures because obviously plastics glass and that it just might yeah. it just reflect back at you yeah. so it's got to be like a hex mesh hero sharky type sort of material for it to work um metal i found to be the best one plastic one it made it a bit hazy but like a metal literally sieve from your kitchen for your rice to go through sort of like over your fist and then a bit of sniper tape to it around, <laughs> round, round a sort of like a collar, and it just sort of like slides over the top of the uh, over the top of the scope. Does a job, you know. But then it's never been hit or anything. But then it'd be that no. one time where it does take a yeah, take a round. Yeah, so um, so yeah, that's how I protect my thermal um, NVGs. You can get covers and things like that for them. I mean, sacrificial lenses and stuff like that. You can pick yeah, up. Yeah, you can pick up sacrificial lenses. I got mine off of eBay. You buy a pack of four, and you say what size you want. Um, so like the front of mine, are, uh, a 30 and the rear's 28 and you literally just put them over the top and you can take them up and they're, I've, I've got one and I literally emptied a whole magazine from my TM into it and didn't even mm. scratched it a little bit, but I'd rather that get damaged than the, uh, the lens. Cause well, I did that for my, um, for my, uh, S10 gas mask. Obviously them, lens, those lenses are, are not ballistic rated for babies. Um, and I'd actually fired at the originals and it cracked all the way around the edge of it, completely shattered around the edge. It didn't break and splinter and make little bits, but it did completely crack it all the way around. So I, I, uh, I on the old, with the old Dremel, I cut out uh, two new discs out of some polycarbonate. I think it was like four mil thick polycarbonate. Uh, and I fitted them into the mask. I actually did a video on my YouTube about it, only a short one, um, and just empty rounds into it. And it barely even left a mark with these yeah. polycarbonate lenses. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. You know, especially for making scope covers and things like that. Protectors. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, anything really. Like, like even if you've got like a little red dot or something that you spent, and especially like if you're using an EOTech that doesn't have like any sort of warranties or anything on it, you spend two hundred quid on a, a a red dot. It makes no difference putting a bit of glass over it with a bit um black electrical tape. Exactly. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. you know that the front gets shot. It's fine, and I prefer them over the what do they call them? Fish eyes. The ones mm. that are, I prefer having the clear lens than the fish eye mm, personally mm, yeah definitely mate. but for a couple of quid off ebay you can't really go wrong that's it yeah a little subtle subtle addition in it and it keeps it quite low profile rather than this great big protection thing on the end of it it's just sort of spoils yeah. the look at the scope a bit doesn't it i mean to be fair i haven't got any protections on my any uh, lens protectors on my scopes that's not an invite by the way to <laughs> shoot my <at> next event <laughs> bastard why don't my mouth <laughs> Everyone's just going to be aiming for your scopes now. No, I'd rather lose a knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> James C says uh, apparently military MVs have a sacrificial lens. Mm. But a lot of the time, if you buy them secondhand off Facebook and stuff, 
they've already been like they've already been lost sacrificed like that. yeah <laughs> they've already gone um uh, Ed says, I wonder if that affects the quality of the thermal lance. Not that I've noticed, mate. No, not that I've noticed. Though. A bit similar comment to Mr. Marden there in the chat. They've had a honeycomb uh, uh, protectors made for their scopes. So, again, a similar thing. A honeycomb, like a hero shot mesh, a mesh of some description um, is definitely the way to go. Other than obviously, because well, yeah, a plastic disc or a glass disc or anything won't work, it just won't work, it won't function. So, it's mm. got to be uh, porous, if you like. Yeah, Mike said uh, Paul Lee and himself has had uh, some 3D printed honeycomb mesh style kill flashes made for their thermal scopes and works like a charm. Nicely done, James. No, with Nicely no detriment done. to view quality. So there you go. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Nice. Uh, next question we had in was from Steve Bates. Uh, this was over Instagram. Uh, what low budget SMG would you recommend for CQB? Ooh, I know what I'm going to say because I've got it. That would be my Simer Blue Edition MP5, the A3. Which yeah, is it does look nice. It's great, mate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I can't remember what I paid for that now. I think it was one, one eighty, one sixty-ish. I think one sixty-ish last year, year before. Um, obviously, things have changed now for getting stuff in the country now. So that might, I think, actually no. Um, I got it from Taiwan Gun. I think Patrol Base is the main. Supplier now for Taiwan gun in it in the UK, I believe it's I think patrol so. Base. Yeah, I think they so. Yeah, if you go on patrol base, have a look, see what they've got on there. Um, my MP5 was wiki. The blue editions from Simer have already been sort of modded, if you like. So it's MOSFET, this, that, and the other type bore, better hop units, uh, rubber seals, and things like that. All good. Uh, the only thing I did do to it was I put a slightly high torque motor in it because I wasn't quite happy with the speed, the recycling speed. Mm. So I am um, just changed the motor out. Um, but yeah, it's been. Yes, got the original barrel and it's still original hop, original hop rubber nub uh, gears. It's been absolutely fine. Really, really good. Really consistent. Nice and straight. And a wicked little SMG. You know what I mean? And it's the adjustable nice. rear stock as well. So you can have it nice long yeah. or you can really content it down for the CQB side of stuff. But I'd use that in any environment. You know, woodland, CQB, it's a right all rounder. You know, it's a mm. wicked bit of kit. Yes, I highly recommend that from my point of view. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, the MP, MP5s are just—it's just a classic gun, anyway, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. For me, though, I would probably say it's the MP9. So the the gas blowback MP9. Um, again, that's probably me saying that because I own one. Um, so to be fair, it—you know—you're you're probably going to find that if if people own a gun, they're gonna they're gonna like it if they've kept it on, you know, and, and keep playing with it. Um, <laughs> But I know the gas blowback MP9 is just nice. So I ran that at AI 500, um, and it's just small, compact. You can duck in and out of doorways. So that a lot of the firefights there were um, sort of prison corridors. So it's a proper corridor set up with doors fairly regularly apart. And I know a lot of people with the longer rifles were having to kind of duck down and then come back up again. Um, mm. so yeah, it's a nightmare. Like, I saw a UMP struggling with that. Um, but with the MP9, you can just fold in the stock on the back. Um, if you don't have the massive suppressor uh, on the front as well, then you've got a, a rifle that's or a rift that's sorry, it's about that long, about a foot in total. Um, so you can, you know, you can get in and out of those doors and you can move quickly. So that's that's quite nice. Mine would have to be. Oh, I, I'm quite a fan of the TM uh, gas blowback MP7. Uh, that's that's the same sort of thing. If you don't have the massive long suppressor on it, it's quite a short um, bit of kit. It's got mm, an extendable yeah. stock. 
and uh, that's a bit of a go-to for the for snipers as well as a secondary yeah yeah, yeah. and you can buy actual like leg holders like holsters for it which mm-hmm. i think is quite cool but yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely love mine but also as well i'm a bit of a fan of sticking with your m4 don't always go smg get used mm-hmm. to having a long rifle and learning how to take corners with a long rifle like a, a an m4 or a mark yeah, even some of them m4 carbines they're not a great deal yeah. longer or anything than an mp5 no. you know mm-hmm. if you get a solid stock mp5 you're not going to be far off bar a, bar changing out the suppressor for a for a smaller flash hide or something yeah. you'll be probably on par with an mp5 length some of them M4, for the socom mp m4s that you can get out of there yeah definitely mate. yeah nice yeah yeah i mean so that, that was one thing mine. i noticed with the mp9 was you know in in the buildings it was fine as soon as you go out the high of the buildings you need range again you're screwed because it just mm-hmm. you know they're not they're not terrible they can get the range but the accuracy and the like it is not as good as you would get with uh, a, a longer rifle or something like that so but then is that not reflective of the actual the aperture how it should be oh it is but in, terms I mean? of, so you know, in a way it's, it's quite yeah. good but also frustrating do you know what i mean yeah because yeah. you actually you are actually depends. using your smg as a as a close quarters rifle yeah. Whereas when you're getting out to the open, you know, it's not going to be effective. So then you are changing out to a slightly longer rifle, which is going to have the range on it. So in a way, yeah, yeah. it's good in a way, but yeah, like I see, it's a, it's I guess a it depends rate. if ultimately you're going for realism or you just want a small gun to yeah. run around with, isn't it? Yeah. So. This is like the whole Dude. pistol shooting further than rifles. Like yeah. the Y1 does now. <laughs> Sniper mechanic, Ed and Kenny at Empire Airsoft, the trickery they put in it. And I was like, oh my God, I've been moaning about right, pistol shooting further than rifles, and now mine does that. Oh, it's frustrating, but I love to use it. <laughs> but if you don't want an SMG, I would say, uh, what is it? It's a, a SIG MCX, MXC. It's a M4 body, but it's quite a short, compact. It was on SEAL team last season when they were uh, in one of the buildings. And it takes M4 mags, so um, that's a nice bit of kit. And they do do an airsoft version. There's a couple of them. I've never tried any any other submachine guns other than um, other than the MP5, and obviously I, this, that's the one I've got. Um, so, I mean, what sort of budget are you looking at, chaps, for some of the ones you've mentioned there? Because I wouldn't have any, a clue of some of the prices, like the TM MP7s, MP9s. Oh, you know, a budget one is going to be sub two hundred pounds as as a guess. You know. Yeah, so I think you can buy uh, an electric MP7, which is TM. I think that's about 400 quid, I think, last right, time okay. I looked. See, I'd say I'd um, definitely call it an intermediate level Yeah, costing, you know, from four to sort of like 700 pounds. That's sort of like the higher level stuff. Yeah. You know, like two to four intermediate. So I didn't spend over 700 quid on my um, uh, gas blowback. Mm. I didn't spend that on the MP7. I think I probably spent about five hundred on that, around the five hundred mark. Yeah. Well, I think I think SMGs are generally cheaper because they're quite a um, specific weapon, aren't they? Like you really only use an SMG for CQB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So True. I think the the price reflects that a bit. Um, but then again, if you went out and bought the uh, TM recoil MP5. What was that? That came in at what nine hundred quid or something stupid when they bought that out. Oh, it was ridiculous. I have no man. idea. That's that, yeah. That's way above my uh, my capabilities of purchasing a toy gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm happy. Like I said, the, the, the build of my of my Simon MP5 Blue Edition is it's really good. You know, it's fantastic. It's heavy. It's for an AEG. It's a heavy mm. gun, and it's nice metal. Like the like the, the, the HK slap. You got no dramas there because it's a full metal cock and handle. This set and the other polymer parts on it. Obviously, they're going to be the front handguard, um, the rear stock, but all like the metal main body, all metal works. You know, the runners, the sliders, all metal. So. Um, yeah, it's a wicked, it's a great bit of kit. And it's a class, Mike said it's a classic look. It's a classic uh, stuff. You can be suited in any situation. PMC it, you can NATO, you can probably drop it into a, uh, to a, uh, uh, one of the Eastern Bloc sort of uh, factions if you uh, so wished. It wouldn't look out of place at all. So yeah, it's a good all-rounder. It's a good all-rounder mm-hmm. for, I mean, like, and that's probably another good tip as well. I mean, if you're, if you're sort of, I'm in an iron about which sort of road you want to go down, whether it's a NATO op four or, or whatever you know maybe the mp5 is a is a good platform because it you, you know it oh, a multitude of sins doesn't it you know you can sort of rock that anywhere really i'd be interested yeah. to know if anyone uses you know the ak is it aku the real the basically the ak that, that's, uh, that's, that's the, the real stubby that's different the scorpions different yeah. isn't it to that um they do a real stubby ak i think it's aku i'll have a google mm-hmm. while we're chatting but I'd like to know if anyone uses that because that's something that I've also been tempted to look at. Ooh, nice. Uh, What's that smirk on Mike's uh... just... No, it's just, I'm just thinking it's the <laughs> platform where we try and get Andy to buy more rifles. My no. Andy should buy the rifle, Andy. Well, no, no one wants to sell, no one wants to sell me a GHK, so everyone can go to him. Rude. Like, that's just rude. <laughs> it's it? just rude, rude, isn't it? Rude. Not even, not even GHK want to sell me one. So that's it's a poor business model. It is. <laughs> we make guns, but we don't. We make guns, <laughs> the economy. But it's we just not need for to you. Build the economy. Yeah. Are you yeah. selling no. out of your rifle? You're doing that right now. Yes, it's an AK-47U. It's tiny. Seema do one. Am I allowed to show images? Mm, I don't know. No, because you're technically handling the image. Yeah, the gun I could don't know. <laughs> it could fly out of your phone and be like, "Oh my god!" So Seema do an AK-47U CM. Well, and that's their and little um, CQBE carbine AK-47, basically. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it looks quite... It looks, it looks cute. Right, it's I like literally a... fitted my, my... I bought a flash hider the other day for my AK from uh, from Mr. Mins and our team, who's got a, a treasure chest, an Aladdin's cave of gun parts. So I, that was, I received that through the post the other day, and it just completely changes the look of it. An AK without the end yeah. bit looks a bit shit, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as I put it on there, I was just like, oh, my God. Did you go for the cut down angle one, the one that kind of does that and kind of it looks like a scoop? I think it does. I'm, I can't yeah. remember now because I, I put I it on that. there and then put it back in the gun bag, and I was like, I've not looked at it since. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll um, I, will, I'm, I need to have a play. I need to free up some time to go and have a play with some rifles over the forest for a bit and do a bit of plinking. So um, I shall let you know, mate, whether it's scooped or not. <laughs> yeah. I can't I You'll just I send me a message saying it is. And I'll look at it and yes. I'll be like, what is he chatting about? What do you mean? Three, I'll remember at 3 a.m. Yes, it's scooped. Yeah. What, what have you scooped? What is it? Yeah. I don't need a shit trail anymore. I can deal with it. With the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kenny Rebel says, I love my MP7 for CQB. Just made a single point bungee sling for it. Oh, nice, mate. Um, Good play. Fresh Meat says, The L85A2 with the DD rail. You got the range for outside and the compact size for door kicking. Sod the subs. Yeah. So, I like that. Hater. <laughs> um, Ryan says the Sig Rattler Sig is Rattler. 330 blackout, which is basically a. Ah, uh, is this the one from Seal mm-hmm. Team, the Sig Rattler? Yeah. Mm. 
Nice. That's that a cool is, name. Uh, James C says, just let your drills and CQB properly with an M4 and we'll be fine. Pop the stock over the shoulder and then bringing it back down again. Yep. Uh, I'm with James on that one. Learn how to CMCX use the other one first. Yeah, yes. Uh, apparently, the SIG one. is designed to fit in a glove box but provide 556 five, stopping power. There you go. Nice. And they look handy for any well. family station wagon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Depending Mike's... on the family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike says the TM MP5K high cycle packs a punch and get for about. £200, mid-200s. Nice. Not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fair play. Nick says, I've got myself a KWA Eve 4 Ice. It was around 240 Fantastic Visa kit. is standard, nice and short, but good range still. That's what we like, mate. Fair play, nice. Uh, Ed says, having a stock is always going to give you better stability slash accuracy. Holding a pistol steady just isn't that easy. Yeah. So... And then you can always but, get the stock. You know, what's, I can't remember what pistol it was, but there was a the pistol. Mark 23, they do a carbine kit for, didn't they? They do a carbine kit. No, no, not, no, no. This is, this is some um, like um, hand cannon. I'll, I'll have to look, look it up. But <laughs> a blunderbuss. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it, it comes with a fixed stock attached to like the pistol of uh, the. Um, oh, it's the automatic, the full automatic uh, yeah. 911, I think it is. Is it a 911? Mm. I think it is. No. Might be a good It's a proper like World War Two looking like rifle, uh, like pistol type thing. Um, I'll, I'll Google it. I'll come up with the name of it rather than just bleating on. But they have that. Um, they have that one that it it locks into uh, place as well, don't they? For the Glock, they have like a a holder, and you press yes. the button and the stock shoots out. Oh. Um, yeah, that's a bit nice. <laughs> uh, Michael also says the TMMP5 NGRS, but cannot get them for love nor money. Apparently, at five hundred fifty quid. Um, I know the MP9, the MP9. There's a lot of stuff at the minute you can't pick up, isn't there? There's there's quite a few bits of, bits and bobs out at the moment that you blame Russia. To get off. Bloody Ruskies. <laughs> um, uh, so James cute, says, love my SEMA AK74U. <laughs> Not much SEMA left anymore, though. So. Yeah. See, oh, I do like the look of them. GHK make one as well, but there's none of them. Oh, God. <laughs> your nonsense, man. <laughs> I've got money and I want a new gun. <laughs> Kevin says the TMAK 102 is a good short AK as a early recall, a tiny MOSFET motor and gear upgrade with an S hop is good in both fields. Battery is kind of small though. Hmm. So. Oh, that's it. James C. Mauser, the little Mauser. Mauser. Oh, oh, is that the one that the gun fits inside the stock? Is that the one that you're thinking of? Yeah, so it's it almost like a holster type thing. And it literally. You have the stock and the gun and the yes, barrel all that's, fit that's inside it. And if you, you look that up with a fixed up. stock, it just looks ridiculous. Yeah. can pistols with stock. Miles of C96. Oh, blimey. Well done, lads. Thanks, guys. It's the old yeah. uh, brain trust. <laughs> <laughs> How's your investments, Mike? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that at the end of the show. <laughs> um. Kevin says, this is going back to the thermals. Uh, he says, check the Falcon Claw for their Aspis protector for thermals. Oh, okay, mate. Nice one. Okay, the bull handle. Pistols and all sorts okay. going on. Marvellous. Right. Uh, next question came in from um, John McLaughlin. Uh, when is the next hard routine event? Oh, soon, I hope. When is the I've next hard routine event? Is there one? There isn't one. I know Defiant are thinking of doing one. There's not one out yet. We've got a private game coming up 
which is uh, which you could say it's going to be hard routine, not so much for one side, but particular uh, certainly going to be for another. Mm. That is that is going to be our going. So um, yeah, it's not really fair. I shouldn't really say that because um, we can't really say nothing about it. So no, sorry, pretend I didn't say. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there, there is, is no, no uh, event happening. Yeah, <laughs> you need to be like you need to be like one of the uh, men in black, don't you? Where you just bleep. <laughs> yeah. These are not the events you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, defined with the feedback that they got on that. Um, yes, that poll that they put on, I think it ended up like ninety-eight to three percent that would like to do it. Mm. So uh, hopefully, because I'd be well up for that. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. I'm the Bergen is packed. Actually, as we speak now, the Bergen is packed. Aside from my DOS bag, which is hanging up in the rafters, staying airy, the Bergen is pretty much good to go for a for a Bergen event type thing. That's a bit of interesting news, actually. Uh, obviously, the Defiant events had to be uh, postponed mm. um, due to Sparta. Is it Sparta? No, Count Sparta. Count Sparta. Yes, yeah, yeah, no more. Um, being no more. So. Mm. Which is uh, disappointing. <sighs> never, that's one place I never got a chance to visit. But you know, I, I, I no doubt have full, full faith in the Defiant lads that they will su- secure a uh, a new location promptly. Beavering yeah. away they are as we speak. Apart from Kev, he's just uh, sitting there getting pissed up on red wine. He could be beavering yeah. as well as drinking and watching us. He, he multitasks. Put in the chat. Are you busy beavering? Well. Kev, are you beavering right now? <laughs> So we get a load of nonsense text back. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's no, finished no, the no. bottle. No, no, he's not <laughs> off on his keyboard again, bless him. <laughs> yeah. oh, he says many fire. irons are in the fire. There you oh, go. good yeah. man. Nice. <laughs> uh, Ryan says, Facebook Milsim UK News and events posted the other day about a supposed hard routine, uh, but limited info, so not sure how hard. Milsim mm. UK are actually quite good for some some sort of uh, like bits of information. Yeah, it's sure. definitely worth giving them a follow. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, hard routines, hard routine stuff. Yeah, hopefully, um, like we said, the Defiant Boys will uh, come up with something. I know there were some rumblings at Legion as well about doing something mm. a little different. Now that they've come to the end of the the current the Gladius series, they're going to be sort of branching out a bit more to other type of events. So that'd be good. And then obviously we've got um, our little one, which we can't really expand on yet until it's done. Yeah. But hopefully, someone just put a question in there. Are you guys still... Oh, Paul as well. Are you guys still planning on hosting a game? Yeah, plan, planning being the word, mate. <laughs> yeah. There's an awful lot of planning. Um, yeah, it's just the, we've got to sort of a lot of logistics out. We've got a lot of other stuff to be getting on with prior to that. So, um, yeah, that, that would be a, a lovely thing to do one day, mate. One day. One day. In the summer. In the summer. That's online. not hard routine, though, is it? When you, in the online via Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. We're buying a server. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan says, shame we can't have a 10K Bergen insertion. Absolutely, mate. Like, right I'll get that. to the event three days after it finishes. I've got a, <laughs> yeah. yeah I've, got a, I've got a mammoth of a golf game coming up. I'm basically doing it for prostate cancer. I'm playing um, 72 holes of golf in one day, which is about 26 miles. Jesus Christ. Foot. So it's four 18-hole rounds, basically, in one day. So we're, I think we're teeing off at 6 o'clock in the morning. Should be finished by about 9 at night. 
um, raising money for prostate cancer. So if, if anyone wants to donate, I know a couple of guys have already. But yeah, we've got a just mm. uh, GoFundMe or Just Giving page. Search up my name, Lance Purcell, or the SOGS, Golf Society, S-O-G-S. And uh, if you can make a donation, that'd be awesome. Or contact you on your Instagram. and then Or you contact me on my Instagram. Yeah, and I can send you a link. Yeah. Absolutely. I need to do that. Yes, um, I'm dreading it. My knees and to... my knees are like, why have you signed up for this, you tip? <laughs> yeah. Like, because knees, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're well aware of that, Lance. The rest of your body. <laughs> yeah. This is your knees speaking. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Another fine mess you've gotten us into. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the prostate going, come on, guys. This is this is something for all prostates out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, these are like fuck off prostate. Yeah, fuck so. <laughs> yeah. I like how they properly looked up then as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh wow. If I was a knee. <laughs> um, James said regarding to uh, Sparta, uh, still a ticket available for the Brick Tack Milsim, which will be the very last ever game on that site. I think it's next weekend, isn't it? Or the weekend off. It's definitely soon, right? Yeah, like, yeah. In the next, it's either next weekend or the weekend after. So if you are hankering to get to Sparta before it is no more. Check that out. It is a good site. Bugger. Bloody places shutting down all the time, man. Mm. Come on. It's only for houses. That's all they're doing. Oh, we can still play there after it's finished then. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's got a load of... <laughs> I... That would, yeah, I mean, we I know we've had a chat about this before, but, you know, I think genuinely, if I ever want enough money to do so, it would be build a housing estate and then just convert it into an airsoft game. I think it'd be brilliant. Just buy Hemel, it's cheap enough. Yeah. I was always thinking, I was always <laughs> quite partial to buying Milton Keynes. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's very gritty, Milton Keynes. Isn't it? Yeah, it's lots of roundabouts. I don't think that's very Milton. Of, yeah. Really just have a load of people happy. running around in a circle. Yeah. I'll get you. Oh, we, uh, can we shoot over the roundabout, Marshall? Nope. Yeah. No. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm completely knackered. I'm completely knackered now. <laughs> And then we change to France and everyone has to run back down the other way. Yeah. <laughs> After the whistle blows. Oh, oh, France. Shit. Run around. <laughs> now they're chasing us. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Um, silly. Uh, it's all good. It's Very good. silly. There you go. S off site. Roundabout. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. So, question from Gigi on the last episode. Uh, in regards to guns, you get what you pay for. Rings true. At what point is it not worth it? I.e., is a hundred dollar guns a junk? Two hundred dollar guns okay? Four hundred dollar gun twice as good as a two hundred dollar gun, etc. Oh, I don't know. That's... I think there's been horror stories all across the board, all up and down the mm. brands and manufacturers and the and the price brackets. GG, if I'm honest. You know, I've heard horror stories about TMs. I've, I've all, you know, three out of my five guns are bolts, and again, I've heard a lot of horror stories about them. I personally have not had too many problems with them. Um, things wear out, things break, you have to get them changed. It's one of them, you know, it's a moving part at the end of the day. Um, unless you're going to take it apart after every skirmish or every Milsim event, mm. completely clean it, strip down the gearbox, re-grease it, this, that and the other, then you will, you are going to encounter problems. Um, I don't think the cost is a reflection in the price. Because like I said, my Simon was 160-ish, I think. Um, and the build quality of it's been fantastic, really good. Same with my bolts, mm. you know, my, my bolt, my B4 LRP SOP mod was 350. Uh, it's completely not a bolt in more inside because, but that was six years ago. I bought that. Um, so the externals are still the body's still fine, you know, all the catches and latches that are on the outside of the gun are still fine. All the grips and things like that and pins are all still where they should be. Um, 
obviously it's all a completely gearbox and motors and barrels and hops and units and rubbers and all sorts inside now. So I can class it as a bolt internally. Certainly externally, it's still good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you reckon, uh, Mike, Andy, on that one? See, I'm very much of the opinion Airsoft is like any other thing. You 90% of the time you're paying for the name. Um, and the only way that you can really make sure that you're buying a half decent gun, in my personal opinion, is if it's got a metal body. Plastic accessories and plastic stocks and things like that, I'm, I'm all right with, but I won't ever buy another plastic body because mm. I've hot days, literally, I've seen guns and they've gone to pick them up and they're u-shape where they've leaned yeah. against the they fire. flex and warp and stuff like that and retract back and, and then when it falls down yeah and in cold weather all you need is a little knock it knock with it and that's it gone so i think the only thing that you can really do is make sure that at least you've got a full metal body other than that i think you are basically paying for the name and it goes up so like tm is like what people would class as the top range yeah unfortunately SEMA and ics are and G and G a little bit. So I would say SEMA and ICS are more your what people would class as the budget mm. weapons. And then like you've got things like Crytac and G and G that are in the middle. And then you've got Bolt and TM and GHK up at the top as like your main like Yeah, I'd definitely put Bolt in the middle. I wouldn't put them up as an upper upper echelon sort of brand for me, me personally yeah but then again it's one of them if you're going to buy a gun and you're going to think well i'm going to get this and i'm going to chuck a, a promethe i'm going to do full promy front end in it i'm going to like yeah, the barrel the say. hot rubber this that and the other the gear set titanium this titanium that if you're going to do that then there's no point whatsoever in you spending 400 pound of baseline rifle you might as well get yourself a, a, a full metal body m4 could be a cyma it could be a gng combat machine and then oh, yeah, as long as yeah. you've got a solid external body there's no point in spending the extra two three hundred quid that's gonna because it's gonna say no. crytag or tm because it's once you've ripped all the guts out of it and put what you want in there it's not going to be that anymore you know no. and that i can't understand but a lot of people do do that it's like why are you spending upwards of 600 quid or 700 quid and then having the in the internals completely changed because you might, there's no point to it. You might as well buy a solid, reliable, two hundred and fifty quid, two hundred pound. Yeah, I'd say even three hundred, two fifty, three hundred pound rifle, and then I'd say what hundred, even with a MOSFET with a Titan gate. You're yeah. probably looking at about one thirty ish, one forty ish for a full gearbox, mm -hmm. Titan gate, barrel, all that business chucked in there. So you're looking at four fifty, five hundred for a brand new baseline model and all the upgrades you could ever need. Yeah, five hundred, and that will outshoot nearly everything that's double the price of it yeah because mine does like the, the tm like i think it's um like camera rays and other people i think like the upgrade package for like a um 416 is like 600 700 quid you've already spent that on the gun itself and then mm. some people just buy it and send it straight off to whoever spend 600 mm. quid on getting all the internals done to be fair i hold my hand up i've done the same like my mark 18 literally i've got it went straight to the tech spent 600 quid ripped out all the internals and the only thing that's still um original is the uh, piston head because apparently they're the best piston heads in the world so that's fine i'm happy with that but i've spent 
my gun's worth on taking out what's in the gun to make it better. Mm. So yeah, I, I'm a hundred percent, but then like my LNG, I picked that up for nothing. And then I did the same. I spent that, that amount of money. So it was either buy the A and K one for 300, 400 quid or buy the TM one for 1,200. Mm. And now I've spent 400, like I've spent a little bit more than that. I spent about 800 quid on the LNG. But it still shoots better than the the one thousand two hundred gun. So yeah, yeah, it is. You, sometimes you are paying just for a feature, like a recoil. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, yeah. I've been bolting, it's quite hard. I mean, well, you tried my bolt recoal. Yeah, that is fun though. That is fun. Yeah, I love it. I do. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's wicked. It's wicked. And that's why, like, even when I had the the Mark eighteen mod one, um, my bolt, which was my DMR. Um, Giuseppe, he actually modified the gearbox so I could retain the bolt recall system in there, the BRSS. Um, and it's just wicked single shot, just like that. <laughs> you still, it's still that feeling, that immersion, you know, that element of like, yeah, bosh, you know what I mean? Whack, you know, whacking around out of there on a, on, a, on a semi auto sort of thing, it's always good. And then obviously the M4 on, on full auto, a little burst is, is, yeah. is a nice cheek wobbler. <laughs> but then again, Bingo, my, wing, your, your little gun that you picked up for what? A fiver or whatever it bloody was. Oh yeah, my new pro. That's, that's so yeah. much fun. It's twenty five right. quid, and it was used yeah. as a. Uh, uh, it used to be a sight rental rifle, um, so it's just basically been constantly teched and teched and teched, uh, just sort of keeping the thing going. Um, and it it outranges most people, to be fair. You know, uh, of a com- sort of a comparable, um, I guess, budget top thing like you know if, if i was probably buy that now it'd probably be maybe 150 something 200 pound mm. um but yeah quite a lot of it is ultimately comes down to the fact if you if fundamentally airsoft guns all fire a bb using the internal mechanisms to do it the outside of it makes no freaking difference no exactly I mean, that, yeah when it the, comes the to quality, it, bare bones yeah i mean mm. the quality of the build and stuff like that probably does make a little bit of a difference i mean i i don't know enough about it but maybe I, I don't know enough to say like a TM body is necessarily better than say uh, a GMP body, for example. Um, yeah. You know, for all I know, they might be the same. They might be slightly different. I don't know, but fundamentally it's the internals that make the difference. Um, so, I mean, I've got uh, a GNG um, CM16 SRXL, um, which was one of the first airsoft guns I bought properly. Uh, it was 125 pounds at the time. Um, and I was going to get rid of it. I was, you know, I was sort of, I don't really use it. I've got other other things I prefer to use. Um, so I went and got it upgraded instead. So now I, I got it sort of converted into a DMR. Um, spent probably £800, £900 upgrading it. Um, and that was all pure internals. Um, and now it's a nice little DMR that I can sort of run around and shoot with. Um, yeah, nice. And it's lightweight as well because it's a, it's a plastic body. I know, you know, the, the thoughts on... Um, the full metal and i do get that um but it does make it does make it a bit lighter for running around with yeah um, yeah all valid points chaps i think all valid points yeah. it's, a, it's a conundrum and you've got to end up you and at the end of the day you've got to make your own decisions on it. it's like buying cars and stuff yeah, like that you yeah. know some people have horror stories with them and others don't and it's one of them you know if you like it and you're happy with it then go for yeah, it no. you know um, my... else thinks. who gives a toss what anybody else thinks exactly yeah. Fresh meat says my ANK two four nine was five hundred and fifty pound new. Spent four hundred pound yeah. on it and still not happy. So, 
give me a message fresh mate there's we'll, no we'll, pleasing some people we'll we'll <laughs> chat we'll we'll chat I'll, i won't make you put the extra weight in like i did with mine stupidly but we'll have a chat oh we'll do because i can get him running up hills again on his own yeah <laughs> yeah drop me a message drop me a message mate we'll go for it and we'll sort you out we'll make it so you're happy our resident lmg expert actually i might give you my 249 to have a look at as well i actually want <laughs> to have a longer barrel in mine because i've got a short... do you know what barrels in my uh my 249 at the moment what? my old mp5 a2 barrel which is a man <laughs> it's a type... no i'm not kidding though it's a tight ball mad uh mad ball tight ball yeah 6.01 or something um it's literally well you my 249 is the long rifle yeah you've so got the long, long one in yeah uh, yeah bit at the end for the, like, the outer barrel if you like which you can unscrew and i put a smaller flash hider on it so my barrel is actually four inches five inches shorter than what it should be so i'd be interested to actually get a full a full size barrel back in there now it's been Go. tweaked a little bit and see what Go. it's like prometheus, prometheus. Oh, I've got Prome- Pro- yeah promy all the way promy's in my uh in my dmr and my well. m4 it's a tight bore again that's what i've got in mine mm. flat hop Oh, sexy! <laughs> I do need to play Ooh, around with my two four nine because I've got that um, <laughs> the super lightweight one, the, the featherweight one. Oh, the ones that are banned from Defiant events, you mean? No, it's not that. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the um, I just need to get the so out of stoners the box, are you. just to say, just saying stoners no, are, but James hates stoners, but Kev doesn't, so you're all right still there. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the um, the S and T though it, it is a lot lighter, but it it was rubbish out of the mm. box. Um. Mm. So that that needs work doing to it. So I mean that that's, that's a good example used... of a, a a rifle that's okay, but you know by the time I actually upgrade it and get it sorted out, it's going to be a lot better. So mm, fair play, Mike. I mean, Mike it's still got, I mean, it's probably 15, 20 years old. It's still got the original hop unit, yeah, and the uh, gearbox and gear set and motor. There's nothing else in it. My stoner, <laughs> my stoner, top man. They are cool looking yeah. weapons. The trouble is LMGs, they're so I've forgotten, I don't know the word, finickety. Because mm. you've the whole My one, it either works really, really, really well or it, doesn't. or it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> you, There's no grey either... area with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's what I like. I'm simple. My my two four nine is simple. I either work or I don't. And I'm happy with that. I can yeah. cope with that. <laughs> yeah. And it's if you don't work, you just launch it. Yeah. It's when it fires like three rounds and then says, no, for the next few trigger pulls, I'm not going to fire. But then I am going to fire again accurately. But then <laughs> yeah. I'm, not gonna. I'm like, why are you doing this? There's no need for you to do this. You know, either, either work or don't. Make up your mind. <laughs> my mind, I just hate the fact that no one lets me go indoors with it. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the benefit of a stoner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Flick that bad boy to semi auto. Job done. Let's go back to the day, yes. That's why I have a pistol. And, and grenades and a lot yeah, of grenades. Yeah, right, you yeah, right, need that with the stoner. You've got 1200 rounds of single fire at that point. That <laughs> yeah. blowback is uh, is the most realistic you'll ever get. Yes. Yeah. All day long. That's why I just, want the, one. The, the thing is, yeah, like, it's, shame. it's just that not everybody uses them at events. Do you know what I mean? So you are setting yourself not you're not setting yourself up to fail because a lot of people do use them. But like you've got six thirty round mags, and you're going up against someone who's got six hundred or ninety round mags. Yeah, it's mm. just the just the just the not so much the power to weight ratio, but the ammo to the amount that you've got. The ratio there, you know, it's three times as much. It's, you know, it's, it's it's one of them. It's just like as cool as they are. You know, it's almost they they're sometimes awesome they're, they're certain, they are wicked. Honestly, I wish I'd never got rid of my Colt. I'd I'd like oh, the the yeah. 
the one from Cybergun. They were they had the licensing for doing the cult ones, and it was just oh, it was they wicked. Are, they are scary indoors, especially in like. Oh, we like I, I fired it in like a that. huge in a huge barn, a farmyard barn, like a huge tractor area thing, and the noise. Oh my god! <laughs> but the noise puts people people like I ain't getting up in front of that. Can you imagine if you had a full section like firing gas blowbacks? That would be. Can you imagine Ed running around with a gas blowback pistol that was like I proper all loud. All rifles should be proper gas blowback, <laughs> like really loud, like obnoxiously loud, <laughs> <laughs> with pink gas. It just. <laughs> it like, oh, a single <laughs> bang. There he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Billy suit ain't so good now, is it, love? <laughs> 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 oh dear. Um, talking about, he says, I feel a lot of people's opinions on riffs are based on so much on what people have, have and not what actually is good. Mm. So, mm. Uh, Daniel yes. says, It's a hobby, and if you can afford it, why not spend the money? Plenty of other hobbies can be way more expensive. Yep. Yes. Yeah, and that's, like that's ultimately what it boils down to. Which I you, you also buy what do. you want. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's not my missus. Please choose a cheap hobby. I'm like, What's wrong with it? I've got airsoft golf and fishing. They're all cheap, really, <laughs> in the grand scheme. It's not like I'm racing cars or anything. That's expensive. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I mean, ultimately, if you have the money to do that and it makes you happy, buy what you like. No oh, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, yeah, you do whatever makes you happy. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you want, if you want to buy a 1500 pound gun and upgrade it and do it, you know. Yeah. As long as you enjoy it. Yeah. It's like, it's like the people that always are, well, you're clearly a TM user. Well, yeah. But I enjoy so, it, so whatever. <laughs> like you, yeah. you have your little tantrum over there. Exactly, I'll yeah. just enjoy it. Uh, I'll enjoy the game. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. it's the, uh, isn't it the, the whole because uh, Cry often gets the same sort of comments, doesn't it? It's sort of like ah, uh, yeah, but Cry's different <laughs> because I can't afford it. <laughs> That's genuinely expensive shit, isn't it? That is. But, <laughs> yeah. That's like, but it is. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. No, it each to their own, and it is it is literally that simple. If you want it and you can afford it, then yeah, it's nobody else's yeah. business. It is nobody else's business. You go and do it like makes you happy. People say that with like night vision and things mm. like that. Like, oh, well, you're running around with night vision, or you're running around with thermal. You've spent six hundred, seven hundred quid, if not grands, on a bit of kit that you get to use three or four times a year, and you go, yeah, so. But, I get to see you in the dark. <laughs> like, oh, genuinely, naked. if I had night vision, it wouldn't be three or four times a year. It would be almost every night. Like, <laughs> yeah, it'd, be going, it'd be going yeah. full Buffalo Bill. Yeah. But it is, I mean, ultimately, I think, I think to be brutally honest, it's an element of jealousy. You know, I mean, I, I'm always jealous of people with night vision and thermal. I just can't afford it yet. It's on my wish list. You know, it, it's going to get there eventually. Um, but if for the people that can afford it, it's good, you know. I, I will sit there and draw behind you. <laughs> yeah. And you'll see me because it'll be dark. Yeah. <laughs> and, the and feel it going down the back of your neck. <laughs> so it's quite funny yeah. when we was at Defiant actually, there was a guy ducked out the uh, fob to go to the, to make a to make sissy over in the portaloos. And I said, Oh, where's the door open so I can watch you wee through my thermal? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, You're all right. <laughs> 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 Well, I think he was weeing. He was there for ages. <laughs> yeah. There's only a little bit came out at the end. But there we go. <laughs> uh, right, Andy, I think you had a question. Yes. So I just, I don't know if many people watched it. I know you two did. Um, 
Grand Thumbs uh, Milsim video mm. where he had a little chat at the end. I was just wondering if other people may have watched it or what you guys think, because I know we had a quick chat about it, but there wasn't, we didn't really go into it too much detail. Um, I just thought he's hilarious. Everyone's opinion. Yeah. First and foremost, he's a very, very funny man <laughs> yeah. and very intense, but I think that's brilliant. And I love the banter he has with his cameraman as well. It's cool. It's cool. I enjoyed it. I, I, you know, I thought it was, you know, honest opinion of a former special forces, US special forces soldier, you know, comments regarding its its benefits to training, not so much in the open field sections and, and things like mm. that, because obviously because of the right distance and ranges and stuff like that, he said, but certainly in a CQB environment and, you know, the, how realistic the weapons are, the attachments you can get and all the other kit that goes along with it, feel like your field craft and that. It's a perfect training aid, which I thought was quite cool, really, quite a compliment. As yeah. such, you know, a couple of my mates who are, who are for currently uh, serving soldiers who've had a go with it, like private games and things like that. He said that you can definitely see the benefits to be had from using this rather than sort of simunition because it's like fucking expensive or just using like the laser vests and stuff like that. You're in, a, in like a Fibula village building clearance environment, you are actually going to get hit by something that does really hurt, you know, regardless, yeah. it does hurt, you know. It's a nice hurt, you know. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I mean, you, it's better it, than it being like shot off. But it will make you yelp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought it was. A re- I thought it was a really good video. It, a lot of his stuff's always good, though. I, I always enjoy mm. stuff. But when it was like, oh, we're a bit of airsoft here. Let's have a look. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Very yeah, much there was still that points. underlying tone of yeah, you don't get to play with real guns though, weren't there at the end? Which I think well, uh, yeah, you're always like, going to have uh, that because real gun owners look down on airsofters. Airsofters that look down on. Um, paintballers, paintballers down, look down on Nerf gun users. So there's always no, going to be. They that. Do. I think Nerf gun users look down on paintballers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've got some. They, the Nerf gun users are like proper. Like just we know we're mad. We're just going to go with <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love a little Nerf war. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Something I am um, I found when I was in the states is the so I visited a lot of like surplus shops and stuff like that just because you know military surplus in the states is is just a whole different level um but talking to some of the shop owners and the like they they really didn't like the fact i was an airsofter um there was a lot of almost like hatred towards me because i think a lot of them see it as walting and i think walting is a bigger problem in the u.s than it is potentially over here i mean maybe i'm wrong yeah they call it stolen valor and all of that yeah but i don't think they get the gist of it no well they don't they you know they it was very hard to explain but when i started saying that we do um, I mean, maybe it was the people that run the surplus shops, but as soon as I started saying that we run some games with the DEA and we're fighting cartels, they're like, oh, that's amazing. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. I, think, I think it is, you know, it, it is an interesting, uh, it's just a different world over there, basically. It's, you know, you, oh, get, you get some places like the, um, like Evike and stuff like that, if you ever get a chance to visit that. It's just literally a massive warehouse full of airsoft. Mm. Um and you know, like the the airsoft games that they've got over there, the Milsim events um, and the like, they're just ridiculous in comparison. Um, but then you've also got the other end of the spectrum seems a lot more uh, extreme as well. So, yeah, yeah, it's a funny one. Um, look at some. It's like like um, Ryan earlier when he said about um, gas blowbacks, the way to go. I think it was Ryan who said that, um, and it is. And and like obviously, if like. Uh, grand thumb or anyone's used them then that, that obviously that's going to be another i mean training wise like weapon drills wise you're not going to get much closer rather other than firing the real thing because obviously you know like 
the bolt mm. locks back. When you put the new mag in, you have to release the bolt release catch, this, that, and the other to cycle around into the chamber. So it's all very realistic stuff. So, I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the training benefits of it uh, are second to none, really, when you when you look at it like that. And then but from my point of view, I mean, not that I've had any military experience, but I can see, obviously, the, the kit that goes along with it and the way you pack the kit, where you, you know, you know, going for your mags, how it's all loaded, how you, how your loadout's all prepared, is it, it's gonna mimic sort of like a real life situation. And obviously, being out in the like your field craft, if you're out for a couple of days or you're on a three day op or something like that, being able to do that, um, and but with simunition or, or, or BB airsoft rifles, mm. you know, it, it, it's, there's got to be benefits there. Plus, it's yeah. gonna be a bit more fun, isn't it? Surely, yeah. <laughs> like the old laser vest or bleep, 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 bleep. Oh, fuck me, I'm shot. You know, yeah. like, yeah, fucking, fucking shut your bastard. You know? <laughs> oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize uh, T Rex Arms did one. I'd have to watch, he's got quite a good channel. I'd have to yeah, have a T-Rex thanks that, Mark. Okay, yeah, 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 nice one, Mark. Oh, Mark, our, our, resident, uh, yeah. our resident film reviewer, Marky Mark. Yeah, yeah, I do enjoy, I do enjoy. I do enjoy his film reviews. <laughs> um, Ryan said there was a gun training company that took a lot of their customers to a US mill sim and they all said it's a way for them to get to train tactics, work as a team and test their kit. Uh, it's training they would never get in Civvy Street until that end of the world event happens. Mm. So, I mean, that's the yeah, other yeah. thing to bear in mind. Obviously, you know, there is the element of your, your testing, not just your airsoft, but it's also your, you know, survival skills in terms of like sleeping rough, etc. as well and testing mm. that level of kit. Mm, definitely, oh, so yeah, and that's what I've always harked back to when when we go on milsims. I mean, for me personally, it's all it's all about like your your, your loadout, your, your your bushcraft, your field craft, if you like, and sort of how you conduct yourself out in the field and your admin more so than it is the the actual shooting of the BB guns or the rifles or pistols or whatever it is you're doing. You know, it, it is a massive collection of different elements to, that makes a milsim great for me, and and that's a huge part of yeah, it. Like the kit, yeah. From the kit side, you know, be I'm a right kit whore, so I'm terrible, you know. <laughs> But all those little the little, little tweaks and the little details and the little personal touches that you make to it, and I see things that I've not done that other people. Have, I think, oh, that's fucking wicked! I love that. Like, love that idea. And that's one of the great things of Milsim as well, is seeing other people's stuff and how they sort of like have collectively sorted out all their kit and and how they do it. I, you know, I just get I really geek out on that. Love it. Look, teams for me that run um, sort of similar weapons platforms. You know, mm. I mean, the number of teams out there. Um, that all have just completely different weapons, so there's no mag compatibility or anything like that. Um, and then you look at the kind of the more, I say professional teams, but the, the teams that kind of, you know, are, are deemed to be, I guess, the higher end of the spectrum, and they are all running effectively the similar, the most sort of similar platform, you know, they're all mag compatible, so if they are a mag down, they can swap yeah. them around. And again, that's very realistic. Yeah. You're all going to be pretty much rocking the same sort of stuff out in the real world sort of thing, aren't you? So... So. Maybe maybe airsoft rifle companies need to start doing a team set. You can buy like you an buy M- like oh, yeah. stack of M4s or something like that. You know, like an eight man eight man's or do like a section a sections kit where you get like you get six rifles, you get a DMR, and you get a, a, a support weapon. Oh, I, I mean, just you could buy just that. do that at the shop. I think, I think <laughs> we've just invented a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. Um, yeah. um, Uncle Lance, Uncle Mike, new, and Uncle Andy. Buy our new team presents. pack. It's ten grand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got to admit, it is handy when you're all running at least the same weight of BBs. Yeah, that's always a bonus. It's so handy because, like, all you need is like two or three guys to instead of all of you carrying around rattle cans of uh, speed loaders or something, 
you only need two or three. Then you get the guy that goes, I'm only running, I've only got twos, point twos, and everyone just goes, yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> what are you still chronoing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still using my point twos up to be fair. I've got two liter bottles full of them. And I'm like, I'm not buying oh, anymore. You're that used guy. It. Yeah, I am. You well, need I'm, to I'm, sure I'm sure I've nicked a few off Mike before and I fired one. It's just gone. You're killing the guys on the third floor. That's all I'm saying. Watch yeah. yourselves, pigeons. I'm coming to get you. Get, get yourself a little Moscart or Moscart. <laughs> Launcher go, that yeah. gets rid of twos really quickly. <laughs> I've got a whole separate bag of stuff that I wouldn't even put in my rifles. Well, just have them loose in like just have them loose in a feed bag and just just chuck handfuls of them at people <laughs> down stairwells. Yeah, it's a grenade, obviously. Look, yeah, another grenade. Another You've grenade. just been mic fisted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on. In a dark in a dark stairwell. Yeah. <laughs> Ed said, um, "I liked his comment. Airsoft is fun, and it's okay to have fun." That's yes, that is definitely. the fundamental thing about it. It's all about having fun, yeah, but not too much because it's serious and it is real. So, <laughs> yeah, you need to get that's why we do right. this. That's why so we do this. Does it properly. Yeah, it's, just like, it's like a constant briefing, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of, of bollocks. Yeah, <clears throat> sorry, I've let's hope we're content. not put in charge of anything soon, <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless it's the fun sector. We'll yeah. look after the fun sector. <laughs> yeah. All the science. So the science. Um, the science team. Yeah. Or oh, we'll turn the searchlights on at night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nick says, uh, and a big shout out to Nick as well for um, a very generous um, little present that he gave me where I'm now part of the Tranger group. So thanks, Nick. Really um, Nick says, what gas have you been running in your gas blowbacks? So for Red. me... Uh, it's been red gas, new pro red. Um, the only thing yeah, you have to watch out for is obviously that it doesn't um, increase your FPS too much. Yeah, uh, especially on hot days and things, you can have a little bit of problem. So I've also got some white gas as well. I've got um, green. I've got green for like the heights. I mean, now I'd probably be going yeah. into green, but reds like you know your March times moving through to sort of like now-ish. Um, I'll be switching out to green, depending on how powerful she is. Might not require it, but I've usually done that green. Through the hot summer months and then red leading off into the autumn, fall, winter. If it works yeah, in the winter, exactly. Yeah, the yeah, only mate. Thing I found with red was um, if I got a little bit overexcited with the MP7, uh, I ended up with a bit of a freezing issue with the red, and then I couldn't fire for a few minutes because it had to warm back up again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, great, I'll just get this it. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so literally, oh, okay. <laughs> literally out the gas port, it was like where I've been literally hammering it on full auto it was all frozen and i was like oh that's why my bbs are just going <laughs> like straight down like a lead balloon so yeah you do have to kind of be careful of that as well <laughs> mike fisted is so a new meme oh dear not again oh here we go well at least this is going to replace the searchlights obviously but then how does Paulus he do the Wales. fisting? Paulus Wales says, why does Lance keep referring to his attic as his airloft? It's puzzled me for ages. Oh. Well, it's where I keep all my airsoft stuff. In the airloft. Airsoft in the airloft. Airloft. Airsoft. He's from Wales, so this, this is right to a bit more explaining. <laughs> right, Paul. <laughs> airsoft. <laughs> Sounds like airloft. <laughs> <laughs> And that's Jesus why, I, I know, I know, and, and, that, and that's why. Is he all right? 
Yeah, I think you've killed him. Yeah, sorry, that was funny. Because <laughs> I know I know Paulus now, and uh, he's such a lovely guy, and you shouldn't take the mickey out of him, but that was a funny I'm not taking, uh, No, I'm not taking the mickey out of him, it just it takes a little bit more explaining. That's all it is. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It's clear. It's like clear, you've got the airsoft stuff, and it goes in the air loft. Yeah, so the air's soft, and then it goes up in the air loft. <laughs> and I take the airsoft stuff out the air loft, and yeah. Marky Mark says, Lance, do you want my film reviews for the last two films I've watched? Oh, are they, are they blue? They got, is there a couple of blue movies? Or are they uh, current mainstream movies? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the new Jurassic Park and the new Buzz Lightyear films in the last two weeks. Ooh. Ooh. The new Jurassic Park one, is it worth it? I know they've brought back uh, Dr. Grant and that, haven't they? Oh, mate, I saw the first Jurassic Park in the cinema when I was a 10, 11. Good grief. Oh, scared the shit out I of love me. Jurassic Park, but no, it's like, if you don't know what's going to happen in that movie, then you've got, like, I mean, the bulk, <laughs> yeah. the bulk part of it, the dinosaurs are loose, the dinosaurs eat people, the dinosaurs somehow at the end of the film aren't, aren't loose again. Like, what, in the first Jurassic Park? For the most part, that's how the film goes, isn't it? Like the dinosaurs are in captivity. Dinosaurs get out of childhood at another time. (laughs) No, I love Jurassic Park. Absolutely love it. I mean, they're still in captivity. They're free, roaming around the island. Yeah, sorry. At the end, so yeah. So basically, the film. But no, but the films are the same thing. Dinosaurs are in captivity. Dinosaurs escape captivity. Kill loads of people, and they're free at the end of the film. But the, sec- <laughs> but the second one, uh, not the second one, it's all. They're Kenny, there's another one. Is a, uh, an orifice and a gentle hand. <laughs> just shaving Ryan's <laughs> instead of the. Does, does Ryan know that you're shaving him, or is he like? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan would probably be up for that. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm all over. It pays me a job, actually. Thanks very much. Very kind of you. <laughs> oh, there we go. Mark, Marky Mark says, "All I can say is I'm glad I didn't pay for the tickets for Jurassic Park. Buzz Lightyear definitely worth a watch, though." Ah, oh, brilliant. There you go. Michael, we'll go and see your movie. <laughs> you can, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <sighs> oh, right. Um, let's have another question. We've got time for another question. Uh, this one comes in from Kenny Rebel. Um, so this was the last one. Has anyone tried the Baofeng 152 military radio copy? So I don't think any of us have. Um, negative from what i've researched because i have actually spent quite a lot of time researching this because just generally intrigued when bio thing brings something new out it's always interesting to sort of keep up with it from what i can see is basically a normal bio thing within a 152 um it, it looks like a harris whether that's worth it to yeah, you but surely or not. you could buy the bloody 25 pound case on ebay and put a one a uv5r inside that and screw your aerials into the top of it still yeah, there's yeah. a lab that makes them, isn't there? That 3D prints them. Yeah, but you could get them anyhow. You could you could, you could go on eBay now, and search up uh, uh, Harris. Yeah, yeah they literally cost like case twenty quid or whatever it is. And it's you know got, you've got no screen or nothing on there. I don't think. Or the Bofang screen sits through the the outer of the of the main casing, but it essentially is the same dimensions and gubbins as a as a Talis one five two or whatever you want to call it. Harris I mean, Falcon, a little simple, little simple search of literally just Baofeng one five two on Google. Uh, the first five links are why you should not buy this radio. Um, oh, so just go. get a UV five R chaps or a nine R. Yeah, or if you've got the money, go and get a real Harris. Yeah, but yeah. no one knows that. No one knows how to program them. 
<laughs> it's always the Harrises that cause problems at events. Everyone goes, oh yeah, I've got a UV 5R. Everyone I think you'd find a lot of people don't find they how to do the uh, 5Rs either, to be fair. Yeah, I certainly don't know. Well, I know how to, if I could give it a list of settings, I can change them to that. But that's it. I wouldn't say I'd be able, I could program them to make them the best they could be. If I was stuck out in the middle of nowhere and I said, well, program this radio to work well in this area, I'd be like... Smash buttons. Gets his mobile out. How do I program this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just like, uh, master reset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This works. I think yeah, for I mean, what we do, I think for what we do, you don't need the... Um, protection on it you don't need that it's you just throw a radio in your pouch 90 percent of the time it don't work anyway and you end up shouting at each other so why spend no, you don't you use tactical hand signals yeah or shout because everyone shout. everyone forgets everyone forgets the hand signals <laughs> and you just start getting that <laughs> oh look ryan's just done an eight-week course at work lad new ops guy a new radio ops guy nice there you go. congratulations to the new nofo radio op <laughs> Ryan James, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. I might genuinely oh, set him up with like a uh, <laughs> at Nofo Ryan or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Radio. Yeah, that's, the ne- that's the next domain name for Ryan. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Radio up. Radio up, Ryan. <laughs> radio Ryan. Here he is. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, if you really want, I get this list. This rolls back to the um the, the rifles question. Really, ultimately, is that you know if you want to spend the money on something that looks like a um like the Harris, go for it. You know it, it 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 doesn't really matter too much. But from from the research I've done, it it does appear to be very similar uh, to a bow thing, um like the the normal cheap ones. Um, you know, I mean, we don't run. I know you and I, Lance, we run the nine R's. I think. Do you run a five R, Andy, or the nine? Um, mine's the plus. Yeah. Five R plus. Yeah. Um, so I mean, ultimately, you know, we're, we're there's a few different products on the market, but fundamentally, as long as it works and you can plug it in and it's, you know, it's not a problem, then job done. Do I get an at nofo films? Absolutely. Not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but didn't somebody say that uh, the 152, there isn't a great deal of like power output wise and that to a 5R or 9R? There isn't a great deal of difference if you look at the spec. Yeah, we did have that chat previously about them. Um, I mean, I think I think the benefit with the the Harris systems is that they are rugged, just waterproof. Well, they're and, rugged. Yeah. They're they're made by a company that's making them for the military market. Um, yeah. But that being said, I was watching the news the other day, and some of the Ukrainian troops uh, and some of the Russian troops were using bio things. You can literally yeah. see them hanging off of them. Yeah. Um, you want a bio know, And at the end of the day, for Ukrainians, you... obviously, hope they're yeah. bio things for the Russians are shit and don't work. Hopefully, I program them ones. <laughs> they, they genuinely will not be talking to fucking anybody except perhaps me if I turn mine on now I might get a bit yeah, I think I think they got a bit rusty down there yeah 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 Ooh, but, it off. yeah shout Putin's a dickhead <laughs> <laughs> just hang up <laughs> yeah I'd love to see you hang up a radio just like yeah hard <laughs> yeah. as nails mate turned it off yeah. Tonight. Yeah. oh there we go uh, James C, the TRI and the TRA ones, the airsoft ones, the Harris radios are military only. So, but yeah, I mean the the TRI and the TRA ones. Um, I mean, they look good. They look cool. So I might see if I can blag a couple out of them. There we go. Yeah. Excuse me. 
a couple of those new ones you've got there in the lab. <laughs> My brother-in-law so, uh, works for um, Talis as well, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. There you go. Here we go. I will be running around with new radio soon. <laughs> maybe I already know that, Mike. <laughs> well, I was hoping I was hoping he was going to sneak me some night vision or something out the uh, out of the building because he works in like the um, product development side of things. I think. So. Yeah, nice way do to that. get. Yeah, nice way to get. We don't. We don't, we don't do night vision. We don't. We don't do night vision. <laughs> We do radars and radars we got carrots. And we do <laughs> carrots. <laughs> carrots and toilet tubes. We do radars and communications and things. Yeah. I don't know why I've gone all over them then. No. Oh, it's a good accent. It's I think that would be the next review. Um, James C says both yeah, sides we've seen using commercial radios. One cheek, uh, Czech commander uh, had four barrel radios. One, one cheeky commander. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I read it in my brain. <laughs> one particularly one cheeky thing. one. I had four radios on him. Very cheeky. <laughs> this is for my team. This is for my general. This is for my commander. And this one's for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and this one is off. <laughs> yeah. Very, very cheeky. Well, they do say one is one is none. Two is one. Four is just so Essentially, overkill. he's got two. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I think I want to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, got two. <laughs> right. So I had a question I wanted to throw out to the group. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Do you, so we, you, we play events and everything like that. And we're always looking for kind of new ways to change up um, and make them more interesting and the like. Um, and I wonder if there would be a scope to use. Um, and it's possible we have chatted about this before, but there's a scope to use. Um, Smells oh. as a as a new way. Of... <laughs> I was waiting till he was drinking. Um, so, for example, if you could rig a, um, you know, like the uh, the Beasley mines. If you could rig a Beasley mine up so it breaks. Dog where, shit. Where the, um... No, not dog shit, but like um, like liquid ass or something like that. Um, like a little uh, fart, fart you spray. Leave this show. Like get me. I'm no, a celebrity. Get me out of here. No, and so I think. I think it would be an interesting concept, especially if you're um, you're, you're booby trapping a room, for example, and then all of a sudden you've got like a gas, 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 rather than it just being like a yellow smoke. Um, you could actually, actually smell have... of liquid ass. Yeah. So you or, or some other Fun smell, gravy. But... <laughs> but I wondered. I wondered. Would you? You know. What, what do you no. guys think about that? And, and no, opening horrible. up to the wider audience, whether that's the sort of thing that you think. Because then oh, you'll end up getting say... slurry from pig farms and like guts out yeah. of, of, of slaughterhouses and just slinging it down the road. Oh, look, there's a terrible incident that's happened here. Oh, Mike. <laughs> See, my, my, I, wouldn't, I like the concept of it, but if that smells like ass, is I, I'm all over horrid. that. It sticks, <laughs> it sticks to your clothes. Trust me, it sticks to your clothes. And if it's on day one of the first hour, you ain't yeah. getting rid of that for the rest. And you'll be walking around and they'll be like... Yeah, you'll have 150 arseholes <laughs> running around the weekend yeah. smelling of arsehole. Yeah, because also <laughs> as well, it will give you away. So if like we're trying to sneak through the forest or something and then it's downwind and there's this somebody, smell of arse... <laughs> I smell ass. Yeah. But that's what I mean. I think it would be interesting. Like maybe I mean, before the show, like to clarify, before the show, before the show, Andy and I were talking... 
brewed coffee or yeah or like links africa right Lynx that's africa. just as bad or, but it's or not odor it isn't ass. like we've been we, we still need to bring out that we still need to bring over we are in talks with um chanel um <laughs> or channel as my channel number channel. Channel. <laughs> channel channel five <laughs> um no but i mean before the show andy and i were talking about the, the concept of Skip juice is the worst. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, skip bin, juice. bin juice, skip juice. Oh. There we go. Harry's on my side. Did you know that natural gas doesn't smell? They add a chemical to it afterwards for the smell, but a great idea to make a gas leak prop. Exactly. What would you class you know? as natural gas on? Because my natural gas stinks. <laughs> well, that's no, that's the that's the odd, that's the arse. That is yeah, the smell of mask, though, isn't it? I'm so yeah. glad that you've taken my idea and you're really running with it as a positive, positive approach. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think it would be a good well, idea, but not the smell of ass. Like, so, yeah, this is the thing. I don't want to go know... into the room smelling of ass. I don't want like, to come out of the room smelling of ass. I don't want to smell any ass in that Because you could use a vape. You could quite easily use a vape. Yeah, and okay, yeah. all right. Yes, Let, yes, okay, yes. Let's... Yeah, yeah, all right. Let's, let's mix it Just up. Just have Lance sitting in the corner. If you could somehow rig it up with a positive smell, do you think that would be an interesting uh, adaptation to a game? So, for example, with a gas yeah. mask actually providing... I mean, the, the reason I picked a negative smell is it almost... You, you get the actual benefit of using a gas mask then because it would filter that out. Yeah. Um, whereas, obviously, if it's something smells nice, then you're just going to be, like, tripping through the room just smelling like, like pancakes. Steak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tomato, jam on toast. But but, then, I mean, if you could also if you could also turn that into sort of like a hand thrown device, that would definitely be a, a more novel way of like clearing out buildings and the like. Three days. Thank you, thank you to everyone in the chat just throwing out whatever they think is the worst <laughs> smell ever. Yeah. <laughs> day day three, newborn baby nappy. After oh. day three, yeah. they start to chuck up then. Dirty liquid ass in a vape. Uh, that's do you know what, liquid that's a good... ass in a vape. You're brave. Oh mate, no, 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 no. Smell my breath. Oh, smells just like mine. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to? Nothing. Yeah. Nice bit of con conjunctivitis or whatever it is. In, is it the one in your mouth? Conjunctivitis. Oh. Conjunctivitis. Yeah. <laughs> Right, okay, clearly that idea went down well. <laughs> oh dear. I think it's I think the concept is good, but you'd need to think about it. I, the, so it's it lot, didn't stick too close. The concept's completely lost on me now. There's too much too much nonsense has happened since <laughs> too much nonsense. But then again, smoke smell bad enough on their own. Yeah. Like if you're yeah. sitting oaky smoked meat. Yeah, yeah all I was thinking is just the if you've got I mean a lot of gas is is colorless isn't it you know i mean i know maybe maybe that's not quite so good for a prop but i don't know i just thought it'd make a, an interesting game if you were to breach into a room um, set off a trip mine or something yeah. you genuinely have to throw on your mask the smell of death the smell is of. always awful when yeah. you get out on the railway especially out in the summer you like a bit of roadkill and you can smell it a mile away you get that rot mm. that rot smell and you're just like oh fucking hell I remember working. We was we was working in Bournemouth, and I was working on a, on a lo location cabinet on the side of the track. We had about five days worth of wiring up cables, and this badger had been hit. And it was literally, I'm sitting here in front of this cabinet working, and the badger is in the middle of the train track there, and like it 
quite fresh when we first got there, but over time it slowly got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And literally, I was sitting there one day and it just went, <sighs> and it, you see the stomach, and that the swelling just slowly oh, dropped. Yeah. And the oh, my, the smell. Deer's the worst. That was awful. Deer and it, fox. I saw a fox bite the electric rail actually on the on the, on the railway. <coughs> so Literally my favourite ever it, news story. Bit it and cooked him from the inside out. Mad. No. My favourite ever news story was um, there was a dead whale that washed up a beach in Oregon, uh, and this happened in uh, November nineteen seventy. I want to say, um, and they thought, oh, we don't know how to get rid of this big whale because it's huge. Don't know what to do with it, so they blew it up. Brilliant. Literally, oh, yeah. packed, they packed a shit ton of explosives <laughs> under this thing and just went, this will be fine, and blew the thing up. And my God, there were cars that were damaged in the car park nearby the beach um, that just had chunks of whale landing on them and just <laughs> collapsing the roofs and things like that. And it, honestly, America. Google it. There's videos. It's amazing. Um, Miracle on free, honestly. Oregon, Oregon whale explosion. I think it was like 1970, something like that. Just Google it, it's amazing. Amazing. Um, well, there's there's your homework. Yeah. Right, some other homework. Uh, we actually have two competitions currently yes. running. Uh, well, we've got one that we're announcing tonight, uh, and then the other one has been running for a little while. So we have our DIY plate carrier competition. Um, so yep. the winner for that will be given out on our 100th episode. Um, but Andy, do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah, do you want me to go and grab it quickly? Do you want? I'll go and get the. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to let you sell yeah. the competition, but we, we can... you sell the competition, I'll get the. Prize. I'll sell the competition, you go get the prize. Um, so basically, I have no idea, idea what either of you are talking about, so I'm not going to do either of those things. <laughs> you do. Um, the idea is, is that you will make your own DIY plate carrier. So we want to see plate carriers made out of any weird and wonderful products. Um, I know that there's an IKEA one that was sort of floating around at one point. Um, but, you know, if you've got an idea to make one out of cardboard and gaffer tape, carrier bags, basically anything you can get your hands on. We want to see DIY homemade plate carriers. Um, and then the winner will receive a prize, which Andy is about to show us. Ooh. There you go. Look at that. Ooh. Oh, it's upside down, back to front. But, yeah, it's that backwards. So, yeah, nice, lovely digital scope. It's very good. Unused, brand new. That is. It's a lovely bit of kit. Actually, I'm just buying it. So that's the Conus. 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 That's all I've got. It's the Conus. <laughs> it's the Conus. It's the Conus AS34. There you go. Oh, it's backwards again. Oh, what a shame. Two it's times. What's that got? Two. Two times. What? What's the magnification on that? Six times 28 zoom. Ooh, yes, yeah. please, DMR. Hello. Reach out and touch people. Reach out and touch. <laughs> but you'll get you'll get batteries and everything with it. And we shall also throw in a patch of your choice. Or what we've got left. Either or. <laughs> so you can choose one, but if we haven't got it, you ain't getting it. Exactly. So touch it. <laughs> yeah. You'll have That's to right choose again. But yeah, yeah nice. I like that. Good. Yeah, I know that. Does this um, plate carrier? Does this plate carrier have to can car be able to carry the ingredients to make a spaghetti bolognese? It can oh. be made of spaghetti bolognese, though. You can I make it. Honestly, frozen spaghetti bolognese. If you turn that into a plate carrier, 
I you're onto a winner there. Part of the thing was it had to carry the ingredients yeah. to make spaghetti bolognese. So to enter it, you must be wearing it, so we know that it works. Yeah, you can't it has to work. Right on the floor is you just got to be on your body. So if you fancy a laugh and you've got some spare carrier bags and lots of resin, off you pop. But we're not going to make it so it has to take a round because <laughs> that would just yeah, be yeah. unfair. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know the that Harry's Harry's already been working on this because he, he and he just reminded me about the email. He sent an email in uh, that actually has a plate carrier pattern. Um, so he stripped down his warrior QRC PC and he's measured out all the parts and he's made a really nerdy sewing pattern. Um, so you can actually uh, print it out or cut out all the parts and use that as a pattern to build it if you really want to. Um, so we'll be uploading that to our website under our Intel page. Um, so you can download that. Uh, and thanks courtesy to Harry uh, for doing yeah. that for well, us. Nice one, Harry. That's so. very good. So there you go. But Good's yeah, I'm looking forward to them. And then we also have our uh, mega raffle, I'm going to call it. I've not really come up with the full branding. We're going to call it the mega raffle. Um, So basically, the the way that you enter, uh, and I'll make it all clear in the socials in the next week, um, the way that you will enter will be buying raffle tickets, um, and the raffle tickets will be bought through uh, Just Giving. Uh, So we're going to use it as a way to raise some money for the British Legion at the same time. So none of the proceeds will go to us. It's all directly towards the British Legion. Um, We've had a number of prizes donated, um, including the secondhand Vortex, uh, whatever it was called. I can't remember the name of it now. Crossfire or Spitfire? uh, Yeah, something like that. Um, We've got a day sack. There's the tickets from the Defiant event. Uh, Two tickets for the Defiant event that they've thrown up for that. which is well worth it in itself step ones we've got some step ones to give away got some pants but we're still digging Uh, we've still got uh, we're still wanting there'll be more responses for some from some of the the websites that we feature on our website so we're uh, chasing them up yeah um regarding prizes and stuff so uh yeah you might get lovely it'll it'll definitely get bigger and bigger won't it it'll definitely get yeah and on the socials we'll have various pictures of some of them as well um, of the prizes and bits and pieces like that so it'll be Absolutely. done via a raffle um, each ticket uh, so you can buy a maximum amount of tickets um, because we don't want to make it a pay to win type thing because that's just boring for everyone um, but you basically buy a, a ticket through the donation um, and then we will draw those out on the 100th episode um, so that yeah. hopefully Ooh. mitigates anybody uh, lagging when they're watching it um, whilst exactly the live that. competitions were quite good yeah. fun um, we don't want to like run the risk of people missing out uh, where you know it's lagging or it doesn't appear correctly here, for example. Um, mm. So we're going to be doing that. Uh, so keep an eye out on socials. It'll be on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and we'll obviously mention it as well next week. And it'll be on our website as well. So if you want to get in touch with us at all, you can do so uh, via our email at nofochat.hotmail.com. Instagram is at November underscore Foxtrot underscore nofo or our website, novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. You can also contact us directly on our Instagrams, um, which are below on the names. Um, so, yeah, if you've got any questions or you want to submit any entries or if you you know want to give us a follow, feel free to do so. Be- you must do that. And reviews. Reviews. We, we, we oh, like yes. reading out the and- reviews. Yes. Yeah, we haven't Mike had any likes reading out the reviews. Mike likes well, reading out the reviews. has got a good northern northern accent that he's going to use now. So. Yeah, dirty bastard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to write another review. I can no. whack my auto train voice up again, and I can just go with it. Have like <laughs> you got the really squeaky one? That's uh, got. I like that one. The female this one. one. This one. No, that's the one that Mike's got. Man, when, he sounds, when, he's, when he when Mike gets shot in the ear, that's what he sounds like. <laughs> <isn't> he? <laughs> yeah, that's this one. 
That's the one. Yeah. Just like Mike's day. Ah, I've been shot in the ear. That was exactly it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Gigi says thank you for great content. Wonderful show. Cheers, Gigi. It's always nice one, Gigi. Yeah. Uh, always welcome. That female sounds just like you, Mike. Thanks, James. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. There was no this difference. This is like the Mike soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Um, next Cheers, week, everybody. we are going to be chatting about, if I can find the list quickly, what to expect from oh, your first event. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be talking about structures, roles, stories. Um, yeah. Preparing sort of yourself. Things that you can expect uh, when you turn up to your sort of first Milsim event. Um so join Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Get involved. No, exactly. No. So we'll be Jump back in, Wednesday, hopefully. 8 p.m. next week. Uh, in the meantime, say goodbye, uh, guys. Around 8. Goodbye, d- goodbye darlings. <laughs> no, goodbye, darlings. Guys. You said oh. darlings. You said All darlings. All right, say goodbye, darlings. Goodbye, goodbye darlings. Stay no for See you later. <laughs> Stay no, you must stay no. Stay no God, heaven forbid we don't stay no for enough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs>